You're now listening to track 12. You should be standing outside Ditchburn Place on Mill Road. This housing complex, which now provides sheltered accommodation, is named after the last master and mistress of the Cambridge workhouse which once stood here. The frontage survives to this day. The workhouse, or union as it was known, was built in 1838 on what was then the edge of town to accommodate 250 poor, elderly, sick and disabled people. Though not primarily hospitals, workhouses had their own infirmaries which were obliged to take in chronically sick paupers who were excluded from entering ordinary hospitals. Ill health and poverty went hand in hand in the cities of Victorian England. A sick person could lose their job, their home and even their family. Workhouses were the last resort, by modern standards a particularly harsh form of social security. Regimes were strict and married couples were often separated, women being housed on one side and men on the other. Nor was this the place to be ill. Before 1863 there were no trained nurses in any workhouse infirmary outside London. Nursing care was carried out by the female inmates, who were often illiterate and left to make sense of the medicine bottles the best they could. For those not lucky enough to recover, the workhouse had its own mortuary. Many people in Cambridge have rather fonder memories of this building. From 1948 until 1983, when the Rosie was opened at Addenbrooke's, this was the town's maternity hospital. It's therefore a good place to consider women's health in particular. Up to the mid-1930s, pregnancy, including illegal abortion, was a major cause of death among women of childbearing age. Although there were special lying-in hospitals, most women of all social classes gave birth at home. And, because of dangers of cross-infections from contaminating bedding, instruments and dressings, it was undoubtedly the safer option. The biggest threat was puerperal fever, once known as childbed fever, a dangerous form of blood poisoning contracted soon after giving birth. The advent of sulphur drugs in the 1930s and antibiotics in the 1940s combined with improved hygiene made pregnancy and childbirth a far safer process. In more recent times, the pain and fear of childbirth have been alleviated by more efficient drugs and effective medical interventions, whereas in 1930, a woman in England had a 1 in 250 chance of dying in childbirth. Today, that risk is 1 in 10,000. And her baby? Well, up until the end of the 19th century, the risk of English babies dying before their first birthday was mostly above 15%. Today, the figure is around one half of 1%, so infant and child health has improved enormously. Switch off now, look at your map, and move on to the next stop.